Did you know that MongoDB University has been completely redesigned from the ground up? Hands-on labs and quizzes, bite-sized video lectures, learn at your own pace, study guides and materials, 100% free access to MongoDB training. Visit mdb.link slash learn. Advance your career and learn MongoDB today. Check the show notes for links. Hi everyone, Jose here from Thunkable. Stay tuned if you want to hear how MongoDB Atlas enables us to handle millions of users in our no-code, low-code platform. You're listening to the MongoDB Podcast. MongoDB Podcast. Exploring the world of software development, data, and all things MongoDB. And now your hosts, Michael Lynn and Nick Raboy. All right, so we have Jose and Wei here from Thunkable. But before we get into the the topic of of today, Wei, why don't we start with you? Do you mind giving us an introduction on on who you are, and what you do? Hi, everyone. My name is Wei. I'm the CTO and co-founder of Thunkable. So Thunkable is uh, in a nutshell is a kind of a local no-code platform. So uh, whenever you come to like Thunkable platform, you can just go on our website on our website IDE. You can just drag and drop your UI element on a on a website, and then you can like within a couple of minutes you can build a build a functional web app, a mobile app at the same time. So I mean, what what were you doing um, before Thunkable? What what do you like to do in your free time? I want to learn a little about about you in general. Let's, let's go there. I was um before Thunkable, I was actually a student at MIT. So uh so Thunkable was kind of my first job out there. So during my free time, I love to looking for deals. Like with deal, like if like you happen in like San Francisco or California, like come talk to me. I can find you the best deal like in San Francisco. Yeah, and I think I think we should definitely revisit this because if you went straight from MIT to Thunkable, uh, this is a good transition story. But before we even get there, Jose. I want to I want to lead into you and and what what you're up to. Uh right, sure. So uh, I'm Jose Dominguez. I'm part of the engineering team uh, at Thunkable, and uh, I I do have a little bit more experience in way. Uh, I worked in a in multiple places, uh, including MIT. Uh, that's where we met actually. But um, but yeah, I I worked in a. In a few startups and bigger companies, uh, as a developer, uh, before before joining joining Thunkable. To tell you a funny part, like I met Jose almost like ten years ago. Jose was actually my mentor at MIT. We often like love to get like lunch together during our free time. What a great story! I love that. So you guys met at MIT. Someone had an idea about a, a low code, no code solution. Was that you, Wei? Yeah. So uh, Jose and I were part of the research lab. Like we were doing like this uh, call, like the project called MIT RP Mentor. So it's uh, similar to whatever we are doing right now. At that time, like the platform grew to like millions of users. Me and my co-founder at that time, Arun, we saw an opportunity out there. We can commercialize this product. We can like add the support of like building iOS app and also split it out web app at the same time too. So that's why like in, at the end of 2015, uh, me and my co-founder decided to start Fungible. And then shortly after that, like like after I finished writing my master thesis, like we participated in the um, uh, Bay Area Y Combinator program for like three months. And then like 
we get some money from uh, the big VC. So that's how we get funded and how we get started. Fantastic. And so we're talking about Thunkable. You can get more information if you're listening and maybe at your desktop. You can go to thunkable.com, check out the platform. So Jose, maybe give you a, give me give us some more information about um, what Thunkable is. I, you mentioned low code, no code. You mentioned drag and drop, and and I love the the ability to create a cross platform application. Tell me a little bit more about um, about who would be interested in leveraging this. Yeah, so um, as we said, uh, we we were already working on on a very similar project, a mighty happy mentor, which is actually is still is still alive and well and uh and they still have a lot of users and in those times our main focus was uh the education sector it was more focused towards uh learning to program uh that sort of thing uh but thunkable um and wait correct me if i'm wrong but i think thunkable um uh, was more of an idea of any anybody can use this thing so Think about makers, think about hobbyists, uh, think about uh, designers, for instance, uh, designers that want to put together prototypes very quickly. Uh, we give them a lot of uh, a lot of functionality that other platforms uh, might not have. So, for instance, they can they they can work with their own data. We have this uh, functionality called data sources. You can connect to uh, to your spreadsheet or um, Airtable whatever you want and uh, and you can grab actual data and you can have your prototypes show the show the actual data so um so as as you can see pretty much anyone can uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a target uh, uh, pretty, pretty much anyone can use can use a platform if you if you have an idea if you have an idea for a business or something like that you can very very easily validated very quickly and then you can actually build the the real thing with it uh, we have plenty of examples of of that in our community fantastic and before we move on to the tech stack and understanding how you're leveraging mongodb can you tell me a little bit about your experience with the mongodb for startups program uh, i can talk about it so i think like uh back in the old day like uh when we started like uh we are pretty small we only have like two engineers one business people so like come to my attention is like um, MongoDB also have a start program. Basically, it can help us navigate how to like uh, put our stack together, how to scale our database and all the stuff. We also actually get like some free credit, which can help us last for like almost two years when we get started. So it was actually a really sweet program. And also they provide some technical detail, like um, a technical implementation. They give us like some like, uh, consulting so basically they give us an engineer can look at our code can look at our query and how to optimize it and how to like improve our uh, database performance so this this might be a good time to transition into uh, your actual tech stack and and how you're achieving that database performance so i mean what i i realized that the people who are using thunkable they're they're using kind of a drag and drop or low code no code uh kind of way to do things but to actually create your application you have to have created uh, code for for thunkable itself so what what does that stack look like our stack is mostly javascript uh, so we use uh, we use react and uh, we use uh, node.js and backend uh, we have a bunch of services uh, a couple of different express.js and fastify uh, services 
and uh, we also use React Native. Um, so it's very much a JavaScript <laughs> from from you know uh, from the front to the back end to the to the apps. Uh, we obviously have to do some uh, some native iOS and Android, and we also support web. Uh, so uh, so if you have a, a thankable project, you can export it as either an iOS app ready for the for the store or as a as an Android app uh, ready for the for the Play Store as well or as a web app. In terms of of connecting to Mongo, Mongo is our main database, and we use Redis as well, uh, but um, we use Mongo and we use Mongoose because it makes our lives easier, basically. Am I correct in assuming it's write once and deploy to multiple platforms? Is there a, is there a, a single application that is now deployable to, to multiple, to, to iOS, for example, or, or Android? So basically the idea is that you can come to our platform, right? You can just write once. You can just export as an Android app, as an APK or we can enable you to publish to the Google App Store directly from our platform. And also we can give you a short URL, which is functional as a web app. So basically you can build once, you can export like free platform, Android, iOS, and web. Yeah, so one, one, of, one of those things uh, from our research times is that uh, we, we, we try to make things as easy as possible. So as a Thunkable developer, you don't even have to you don't have to have a Mac you don't, uh, to write an iOS app. You don't have to install Android Studio. You don't have to install Xcode. You don't have to install anything. Uh, you basically um, use use the IDE, and uh, and we have, as Wei said, we have a button that says publish, publish to a store. And uh, as long as you have your, I mean, with Apple, everything is a little bit complicated always. So uh, you have, as long as you have your certificates and so forth. Um, you can just uh, publish directly. So how does that work in terms of the developer? I mean, in order for me to publish to the Apple App Store, I need to have a developer account. I guess there's some some type of registering that with the Thunkable platform? Uh, so I think there's like, there are two parts of it. Before we even publishing, I think there's an the idea of like you can download your app and then testing on your device. So basically at that part, Thunkable managing it so basically, like the user, we're using our Fungible certificate and then test the app. So basically, the idea is like you can view it on the web and then we send you a URL and then you open the URL and then you can install the app on your phone. You can actually like touch and feel about the app running on your iPhone. So after that, if you feel it's ready, it's good to go. You can like give us um, like Apple developer credential. You can give us a certificate, the profile. We will manage it We will, on our back end. We're using a a Mac machine, basically build the app and send it to the Apple and then you will see on your test flight. Awesome. I, I, I want to I come back to the technical stack in just a minute, but I, I want to take a step back. So people are using this, this no-code, low-code solution. What, what kind of apps are they building exactly? Um, so uh, everything that you can imagine. Uh, we have examples of uh, of many many things. We are actually currently working on some use cases because our app, uh, sorry, our website doesn't have uh, doesn't have a lot of a lot of use cases in there. But um, the, in the last couple of months, uh, we can tell you about this company called Street TT, which is basically a street table tennis, and it's a it's 
it's a it's a full company. They two people uh, developed uh, the whole thing with Thunkable in three months, and they are basically a company that organizes uh, table tennis tournaments. And um, they started uh, they started locally, but they are now uh, they are now basically um, uh, basically teaming up with the uh, with the United Kingdom's kingdoms tennis table tennis federation and the and local uh, local uh, government authorities and they are organizing events all over the place this came out of the isolation and not being able to you know this period that we're all living not being able to just uh, uh, get out freely and uh, do uh, you know practice sports and stuff like that so they saw this as an opportunity to actually build a build a, a business around it and they've been very very um very successful and it took them three months to build the whole thing so um yeah it's uh, that is that is just just one example wow what a fantastic example can you talk a little bit about the features of Atlas that you're leveraging to to launch this platform, and maybe give us an idea about the scale. How many how many users are you supporting with the Thunkable platform? We are supporting more than like two million users uh, together. Those users create about like uh, more than five million projects right now. So since the pandemic, we are seeing like exponential growth, especially like the people generating content, like starting stuff in MongoDB. Yeah, so it's an exciting time. Outstanding. And uh, I imagine this is all in, in MongoDB Atlas. And um, can you give us an idea about the size of the MongoDB installation or the, the instant sizes that you're leveraging in Atlas? Uh, we are using uh, currently an M30 instant. Yeah. The database we are talking about is uh, several hundred gigabyte. And have you given thought to leveraging auto scalability uh, to handle those peak, peak times, peak loads? Uh, yes, we are actually like actually utilizing like the database as like a storage side uh, auto scale. It has been really helpful for us. It's like whenever we run up space, like I think it's the resetting at uh, like fifteen to twenty percent. We just auto scale to the next level, so we don't have to deal with it. It automatically doing on the background. We are actually like thinking about doing like the cluster auto scaling too, but like something we need to constantly looking at is the cost size. Because we are using a pretty big size M30 instant, the next size is like going to be double. But I think like whenever we, if we are, if does if the, we are seeing like the demand for it, we definitely want to turn it on. So in terms of scaling and I guess overall demand for Thunkable, would that demand come in the form of users developing apps with Thunkable, or is there kind of a after the app has been published, does it use Thunkable as say a data layer or any kind of service layer? as well? I think there are, there are two folds. I think like whatever, like, so example, like we haven't seen is like people using like a lot of like storing assets, whatever the app you build, uh, they're going to package in some of the stuff you store in like MongoDB. So I think like, as Man Jose mentioned about one point is like, we provide a capability is basically you connect to a spreadsheet, right? And then like you're using a Google spreadsheet or Microsoft spreadsheet and all the stuff like those are connecting to there directly. But we often we find out that like sometimes the connection to those third-party servers sometimes are slow, not as fast as expecting. So we kind of like turn into have a different model. Basically it's like, hey, like we enable user to basically store data in a Mongo 
so they can have a better performance because it's like it's within our fungible's control. Oh, that's great. And are you comfortable talking a little bit about the revenue model? How do how do people pay for the Thunkable platform and, and how are you making money? So basically right now is uh, we have the freemium model. So basically it's like we enable everybody to go on platform to create app. It's free. You can like download your APK. You can publish to like to the app store. I think the business model we are doing is right now, there's some service we are charging. If you pay for it, you pay a subscription, $25 a month or $250 a year, you can get an extra storage size. You can have a power key like whenever you're building your Android app or iOS app. You can also have the capability of like uh, the premium feature, like the web app, like you might, you can monetize using like AdMod. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, exciting feature coming out for the uh, uh, premium, the pro offering. And as a part of the freemium model for the free instances, is there, uh, thunkable branding or anything to indicate that this was a thunkable created app? Yeah. So the, 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 the restriction we have is like whenever the app launching, so there's a logo, basically it's a fungible logo. It's a splash screen. So in the technical term, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the thing we have there. So in terms of MongoDB, are you using MongoDB or have you experienced anything uh, with MongoDB that might be non-typical for, for developers? Yeah, so we've we've had some issues. The because of the nature of of our data, we as 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 we said before, it's an IDE. So you expect your IDE to to auto save, right? So we auto save every second, every every second or every three seconds, depending depending on what you're doing, uh, and that results in us. Um, not only saving a lot of data, not only saving very frequently, but also saving a lot of data. And we actually got into trouble with 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 the operations log, with the app log. Uh, it turned out that we are writing so much, and our app log was too small, and we only had like a, we had like an app log window of about one hour, uh, which basically means. It, the the uplog is basically the way that the uh, that the secondaries catch up with with the primary, and uh, in, if we were going to do if we were doing uh, some uh, some heavy operation like creating an index, uh, the secondary would go offline for over an hour, and then it would just uh, not be able to when when it came back up, it just couldn't. Um, it just couldn't um, uh, basically uh, restart by itself, so it would keep crashing. Uh, so we would uh, we had a couple of instances in which uh, a node would keep crashing all the time, and we didn't know where it, where it was coming from. And it turned out that our uh, our uplog was way too small. So the way we solved it was just by increasing uh, basically increasing the hard drive um so we can have a much uh, a much larger uplog that is that is the short term solution and the long long term solution will be uh we actually have to refactor the way that we um the way that we are actually storing stuff so was the the resolution to this simply increasing the amount of disk space, or did you have to have technical services uh, get involved to to address the issue? I think that's uh, the 
the lucky part about being in the the Mongo Star program is like we get hooked up with our uh, our manager. We get connected to our manager. The manager introduce us, uh, give us some uh, free uh, flex consulting. Basically, we connecting to our engineer. Like he uh, walk us through like about like two hours. So basically, we identify the issues and then like we put a band aid fix on it. As for right now, but I think one of the big thing like for us is like we are fire engineering supporting millions of user, and also uh, all these app also have a user too. So we don't even like we don't have enough bandwidth to take care of like the day to day MongoDB operation. The good thing about it is like we can have an expert in helping us and solving those those issues. That's amazing. Fantastic. And you're talking about the the customer success manager that that is assigned to you, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. That's great. And um, I, I did want to ask you a question about the impact on your MongoDB infrastructure from the downstream applications that are created with Thunkable. Am I correct in assuming that there's there are you maintaining metrics on application usage or what data are you storing as a result of uh, when a user creates an application? We don't really like this is we don't really like track of it. Basically, is like we rely on third party to just look it up and then. For downstream, we don't we don't like do a significant part in Mongo right now. Terrific. So I'm wondering if, um, as a as a growing startup, you're leveraging MongoDB, and it sounds like you've had phenomenal uptake. You're supporting millions of users, and the the story about street table tennis, I love it. I'm just wondering, are you in search of talented resources? Are you hiring? We are definitely hiring. Like I think we have currently have three roles opening right now. So one is a customer success manager. And then we are also looking for a full stack engineering and DevOps uh, engineering too. So if you are like uh, excited about this local local space, if you want to like enable like non-engineering to create functional mobile app, come join us. Fantastic. And and the specific skill sets that you're looking for for full stack, uh, I think we are looking for like the standard one: React, Express JS, GraphQL, No, React Native, Expo, Kubernetes, iOS, and Android. And also, it's like don't feel uh, don't feel like you're not qualified. We are looking for like people with any level of experience. If you don't have it, if you are a fast learner, if you love this local local space, we would definitely love to have you interview you, even have you join on board. I'm glad you mentioned that second part because for that full stack engineer position, you listed off a lot of a lot of skills right there. Um, but no, that's that's great to hear. Um, Jose, way is there is there any kind of Thing that we missed any kind of uh, words of wisdom or advice that you want to give the listeners of this podcast about thunkable or or creating applications in general yeah i mean i just uh, just to um to to go back to the hiring thing because it's the thing that is most important for us right now uh it's five of us uh, millions of users we really need your help please come and join us uh, as soon as possible the more skills you have the better but you don't have to know absolutely everything that way said uh, because that was a really long list i can talk about it i think i i think share a little bit story with jose as uh when we started like i'm not an expert in javascript i think over the years like we pick up gradually i think we are like really familiar with it i think it's like along the way i think like we are really fortunate to have friends like Jose, like work with us. We also have like partners at like MongoDB can help us uh, further advance our platform. I think the key message is like, if there's something like you don't know, like seek it out for help. Also, if you like something translate to the company mission is like, if you have an idea, you want to make it happen, 
right? If you have an app idea, of course you can come like try out Fungible. That's like the best local local platform out there, right? If you're looking for database, like NoSQL database, Mongo is the one you're looking for. Awesome. Um, and then Wei or Jose, uh, both of you, are you on social media at all? Do you have any kind of uh, social media links that you'd like to share with the, the listeners of this episode if they wanted to follow up? Uh, yeah, sure. We are on Twitter and all those things. Uh, if if you if you uh, go to add Thunkable, you will probably find us. Um, yeah, my Twitter handle is a bit weird, so it would need oh, the spelling. Right. So. <laughs> we'll include it in the show notes. Way, Jose, thank you so much for spending time with us and uh, teaching us a little bit about Thunkable. Thank you for having us. It's a, it's a great to talk to you guys. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe. Have a question or a suggestion for the show? Visit us in the MongoDB community forums at community.mongodb.com. Did you know that MongoDB University has been completely redesigned from the ground up? Hands-on labs and quizzes, bite-sized video lectures, learn at your own pace, study guides and materials, 100% free access to MongoDB training. Visit mdb.link learn. Advance your career and learn MongoDB today. Check the show notes for links.